The Successful Servant Leader Podcast is all about the pioneer woman on her unique journey of becoming and being who God has called her to be. The divine connection between the wealth mindset and success in every area of our lives can no longer be denied. Successful Servant Leader teaches us how to increase our confidence and strategically and effectively serve while in the pursuit of success in our lives, our faith, and our businesses. I'm your host, Victoria Grace, and welcome to the show. Hello, hello, hello there, SSL fam. Happy, happy Monday. I'm super excited to be here and recording this particular podcast, even though it may not be that popular. Um, I'm very excited to be here and I want to thank you first and foremost, like always, for tuning in and being a part of this movement. I'm really so glad that you are here. Um, and so I just want you to know that because you have chosen to be a part of this conversation, it's going to help all of us level up spiritually, personally, and professionally. Absolutely. And if you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Super excited that you're here as well. Go ahead and make sure that you hit that subscribe button on whatever app you are listening on. You'll get a fresh episode on either the wealthy place, healthy behavior change, and current topics related to the modern day servant leader and modern day pioneer every single week. First of all, if you don't know who I am, my name is Victoria Grace. If you just so happen to stumble upon this podcast, again, my name is Victoria Grace and I am an alignment coach as well as a service brand strategist. And I love helping entrepreneurs, um, pioneers, servant leaders, kingdom influencers, and those who may not even realize that's who they are just yet. I love helping them to get aligned with biblical truths so that they can find their voice, level up their mindset and build as service-based business from scratch. And so I want to say happy new week. If you're not all caught up on this podcast, go ahead and check out the previous episodes. This is episode 64. There are 63 other episodes that you can just binge and just really get your life when it comes to leveling up your mindset, when it comes to finding your voice through Christ, daring to pursue like all of these good things, as well as building a service-based business from scratch or adding on and evolving and emerging in a service-based business that you already have. And so I pray that your last week was off the chain. If it wasn't, let's do what we can together to make sure that this week is. This is a really, really good start for that. Okay. And so, like I said, if you are new here, you may have no, you might not have any idea what I am about to talk about, but I'm about to share this week's BT or this week's biblical truth. This week's biblical truth is based off of Isaiah 24 and 15. It says, therefore, glorify the Lord in the dawning light. Now, if you have no idea what that means, that's okay. Because when I first read that scripture, I had no idea what it meant either. But if you're not a part of Sisters in Pursue, our free upper echelon community, click that link in the show notes, join the community and get that replay from when I broke down this particular scripture, from when I broke down and talked about uh, the number eight and how going into August was just about to be this big thing. Not only that, you guys, but today's podcast episode is going out on eight eight. Okay. Make sure that you stay in the loop and you stay connected. Okay, honey. And so today's biblical truth says, if you have no idea how this works, basically I create these biblical truths 
handwritten um, at least three times a week. They go out to my community at least three times a week. And when I say handwritten, they're all based off of a scripture. Okay. And God's told me and us, right. But he had me to understand it so that I could share with you that his word is facts. His word is life. And we have the life We have life in our tongue or death in our tongue. Like we have that power. And because we have that power, a lot of times with everything that goes on around us, we have no idea how to truly navigate throughout this world. And sometimes we don't realize that we have that much power in our tongue. And so we literally speak death, negativity, depression, um, suicide. We speak all these things, not only over ourselves, but our children, over our businesses, over our finances over our vehicles, our homes, over the promise that God has for us. And so that is why he put me on this journey of creating these biblical truths for free because he wants his people to start speaking life over themselves daily. And so today's biblical truth is anything or anyone assigned to undermine, frustrate, hinder, or hurt me, I command today that they will be removed from my sphere of influence. Anything or anyone assigned to undermine, frustrate, hinder, or hurt me, I command today that they will be removed from my sphere of influence. Again, you guys, that comes from our amazing community, Sisters in Pursuit. You can learn more and join us for free at the link in the show notes. That kind of went into a little bit of my tea that I wanted to spill this week as well. So if you're new here, I spill tea every single week, y'all. I just love spilling tea. That's just what I do. You know, I'm not much of a coffee person. And so when it comes to tea, I love it when it's piping hot and I love it when it's Holy Spirit filled and kingdom led. Okay. I just love it. So that was a little bit of my tea. Make sure that you guys join Sisters in Pursuit. Like the community is growing. We are almost to one hundred members inside of that community. I cannot believe it. God is so, so, so good. But not only that, the second thing, the second bit of tea that I have to spill is that make sure that you guys are listening um, and joining our weekly power prayer call. That is another thing that is free to you. Okay. Make sure that you are joining our weekly power prayer call. The access information is at the link. I'm sorry, not the link. It's in the show notes, readily available for you. And once you join Sisters in Pursuit, you have access to the Successful Servant Leader, our entire calendar every single month and even sometimes ahead of time when I'm able to when I'm able to put it in, you have access to our entire event calendar, okay? So, make sure that you join Sisters in Pursuit. Last but certainly not least on our list of things to spill, Another reason to join Sisters in Pursuit is because I go live every single Thursday uh, with my live show, Tea with Tori, okay? Tea with Tori is something that God gave me because, again, I don't like coffee. Again, that's just not my thing. And so I love to drink tea. And so what better way than to come and spill some Holy Spirit-led tea, some kingdom fire, some biblical truth-based tea than to do it live? And to do it with me, Tori, right? (laughs) And so if you're interested in a live show in which you can also submit topics and questions that I'll answer on that show 
or I can answer them here on the podcast. I have an entire link dedicated for that. You can fill all of that out. Let me know where you want that question answered, all of that good stuff. And we talk about society. We talk about culture. We talk about faith, life, mommyhood, all of these things inside of Tea with Tori. So that's every single Thursday as well. So you have the blog. Don't forget about that. You have the podcast, which goes out every single Monday. You have the prayer call, which is every single Wednesday. Information is in the show notes. And you have Tea with Tori. That is every single Thursday. There is no reason that you should not be staying connected to the word of God for your life, for your ministry, for your family, and for your business, whether you have it yet or not. Okay. So let's get right into today's episode. Obviously, you guys can see the title. And if you know, I'm going to give you a hint before we even get started. You know exactly what we'll be talking about today. Today's title is Not So Church Girl. And this was not on the roster to even be talked about. This was not even in the lineup. Okay. Like God gives me a lineup and that's usually what I go with when I pre-record. And he was like, yeah, I need you to add this in there. And I was like, oh God, they probably gonna be mad that I even talk about this, especially for those who stand this particular person that we're going to talk about. Um, and he said he doesn't care. <laughs> so we are going to talk about this song, you guys church girl and why you probably should not listen to it. Why you probably should be careful, not even probably, but why you probably most likely why you 100% should guard what you listen to as well as what you let come out of your mouth. Okay. Now, Before I get into it, I got to remind you exactly who you are. And before I even do that, I need you to make sure that you join Sisters in Pursuit. You go back to last week's episode of Tea with Tori. We talked about everything and we really had a focus on Genesis chapter one, verses one through three. It was so good. I didn't even realize God was going to take me there. Like he gave me a visual and everything. And so that's what I think is good about the live show. It's really like a live podcast, um, but it's a little bit more free and God really flowed. And so y'all can, y'all be able to see that when you go back and watch that episode. But first and foremost, in that episode, I reminded you guys, I reminded everyone there of exactly who they are. If you're here listening to this podcast, if you're inside of Sisters in Pursuit, if you read the Successful Servant Leader blog, you are a pioneer, a servant leader, or a kingdom-led influencer. And you may be a combination of all three because I'm a combination of all three. Most of us start at that pioneer level and we don't even realize that we are servant leaders and influencers on a kingdom level. Yes. And a lot of us, I've worked with others who are literally social media influencers and they have a lot of influence, but they never did that partnered with God. They never did that from a kingdom perspective. And then once we came into contact with each other or worked with each other or whatever it was, they decided to change their entire business model. And now they're kingdom influencers. And it's a beautiful thing, but I really had to remind all of us who we are. And so in reminding all of us, all of you, I'm speaking directly to you right now in reminding you who you are. This is where you've got to understand the power that you possess 
through Jesus Christ, the power that you possess in partnership with God, the power that you possess in your mouth. I shared a few episodes back on this podcast. You have to go ahead and just bend and get caught up. I never understood the power of my prayers. I never understood the power in my voice. I never understood the influence that I even had until this year. Now I have been doing podcasting, uh, my free community. It wasn't always called sisters in pursuit, but I've been doing all of this consistently. That power prayer call you guys has been going on consistently for almost the last two years. I don't know. You could do the math and maybe two or three years. I don't know. But we've never taken a break. I started in 2019, you guys, and I've been going every Wednesday ever since. And God has just continued to grow it since then. And so I didn't understand who I was like. God was the one who gave me the words pioneer, servant leader and influencer. And then he gave me unique definitions for each. And I'll go ahead and put those definitions in the show notes for you as well. It'll probably be a link for you. And so you probably just go ahead and join Sisters in Pursuit, girl, okay? And I'll explain it all there. But it's very important that you understand who you are and the power that you possess. And once you understand who you are and the power that you possess, you will be more cognizant. You will be more intentional about what it is that you allow to go through your eye gate. So what you allow yourself to watch and see, as well as what you allow to go through your ear gates, what you allow yourself to listen to and even partake in and what and because then you have to understand that what goes into our eyes what we see and what we hear then becomes a part of our thought process it becomes a part of our thought pattern our mindset and once something is in our thoughts in our minds most likely 90 to 95 percent of the time if you're not intentional if you don't have a plan in place if you haven't started that dare to pursue process right then you're going to allow things to come out of your mouth that are not in alignment with who God says that you are, that are counterintuitive to you operating in your purpose. Okay. And so I talked about the step number one step, the step one of that dare to pursue process. You guys know dare to pursue all of that. You can access that inside of sisters in pursuit, but that dare to pursue process. Number one is dare to pursue you and who you are in Christ, who you are when partnered with God. That is the number one step, because once you understand who you are, pioneer, servant leader, influencer, you will be more intentional about jumping on bandwagons. You will be more intentional about not seeing or being blinded to the schemes and the tricks of the enemy when it comes to our society, when it comes to culture, when it comes to music, when it comes to television, when it comes to all of these things, you will have no choice but to be awake. When people say they woke, a lot of times they are still sleep. They are in a deep slumber. They are in a trance. Y'all, let me tell y'all, every single week, I just have to give God the glory because every time I come on to talk about something, I always have something else that confirms like, yeah, that's exactly what I want you to talk about or something else that just reiterates the fact of what he wants me to do, what he wants me to share with you guys and all these good things. So yesterday, we, my husband and I, family, we watched church. Um, and that's what we do right now. We have been online churching it for pretty much the whole pandemic. Um, we watched this church that he used to attend when he lived in Georgia and y'all, I'm not usually open 
<laughs> I'm not usually open to switch things up like that because I like what I like or I enjoy what I enjoy. And when I go to church, even through the t- the TV, even through YouTube, I want to feel the spirit of the Lord. And so he brought this pastor up to me probably a few weeks ago. And I was just like, OK, let's watch it, you know. So he turns it on. No problem. And I'm like, OK. I, I kind of like this pastor. Cool. I like his church. I like what he's doing. Um, and I definitely felt the presence of the Lord. And so, and that's difficult, you guys. Make sure that you can feel the presence of the Lord when you are doing virtual services. Okay. It's very important. So back to what I was saying, watched it. Now, in between time, in the meantime, went back to our regular church services in the weeks following. So yesterday, my usual church that we watch, we were up early and so we had things to do yesterday. So we said, you know what? Let's watch who, you know, go ahead and put on the one that you like or whatever. And so we did. And he talked about transcending. He talked about transcending and he talked about once you transcend, which I completely correlated with the dare to pursue process. Once you transcend and you start the process of transcending, the trance ends. Y'all get it. I know you can't see my face. You can't see my hands moving. But once you transcend and you let God do the work and you dare to pursue you and you dare to pursue God and then you dare to trust him and then you dare to allow him to just do all these things in your life and change these things up and get you out of these demonic patterns and and these cycles of chaos, the trance ends. And you know what a trance is. A trance is something that puts you to sleep. You don't really have control. You are just going with the motions. You are blind to anything going on around you because you are under a trance. And once you go through this process with God, the trance ends. Okay. It was so good. It was so good. Y'all. I'm probably going to come back and talk about that. It might be a tea with Tori episode or it might be on here. I don't know, but it was so good. And so in alignment. And so that's what brings us to this topic today, our podcast episode um, topic today. Not so church girl. Not so church girl. Now, I was going to title this staying a good church girl, but it just didn't work out like that. And so I need you to know kingdom pioneer, influencer, and servant leader, I need you to understand how music can unintentionally, like you may not even realize it. And I'm just talking about music today, but this goes for television. This goes for your social circles. This goes for what you're listening to and watching every single day on social media, the people that you follow. Um, This goes for everything. Okay. But today we're just talking about music. I need you all to understand how music can unintentionally control everything about you from your thoughts to your mood, to your actions. And this song, okay, this song is a direct replication, not only of that, but also of how this world, this culture, this music industry, Hollywood, how they love to mock God and the things of God. They love to mock the truth. And so real quick, we are going to break down these lyrics today. But before we do that, I need y'all to remember, 
Lucifer was in charge of the music ministry, y'all. Lucifer, Satan, the devil. He was in charge of the music ministry. If you didn't know that already, now you know. He was in charge of the music ministry. That was one of his duties. He was actually a high-ranking angel. He was very, very powerful. And now here in this world, which is his world, okay, He's also in charge of everything that goes on around us. You have to understand it. Like, I know you may not like that. You may not want to hear that, but that is the truth. And on this podcast, you're always going to get the truth, period. He's in charge of everything. And when I, not everything, hold on, let me take that back, but a lot of things. And when I say a lot of things, I mean society, cultural, the things that are pushed out to the masses, the things that are pushed out by the media, specifically music and specifically when it comes to a lot of y'all girl, y'all love her. Y'all love her. Y'all might even want to tussle with me. I I don't, I, you know what I'm saying? Y'all love y'all girl, Beyonce. Y'all love her. And a lot of you guys, even you church girls, even you girls who love the Lord, even you girls who live life, you know what I'm saying? For the Lord, you love her so much. You probably love her more than God. So I need you to check yourself. I need you to redirect yourself. I need you to look at yourself in the mirror. Okay. Because not only is she just a human being, but she also is a mocker of God. I'm sorry. She is a mocker of God. And don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? I haven't listened to anything recent. The mo- the last thing I really was really into was Lemonade. And when I, I loved Lemonade, you know what I'm saying? It was a good album, but I never really was a stand like that. Like I never really, Beyonce, she was great. You know what I'm saying? She had some great songs, but I was never really a stand. And I know some people really, really, really are like the beehive is a cult. And a lot of these Things that follow these artists and these actors or whatever. It's a cult. And y'all got to understand what is a cult. If it's not solely after God, it is, it has become an idol in your life. It has become a God in your life. And so that's another topic though, y'all. What I want to really talk about today is this music. And I did some research um, from the NAMI Foundation as well as from the University of Arizona. So NAMI is the National Alliance on Mental Illness um, right there on the website. Y'all know I used to want to be a clinical psychologist. So NAMI was my best friend. OK, so very, 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 very reputable sources here. And so I'm just going to share just a little bit with you. So it says, because of its rhythmic and repetitive aspects, music engages the neocortex of our brain, which calms us and reduces impulsivity. We often utilize music to match or alter our mood. We often utilize music to match or alter our mood. Keyword, alter. And a lot of times we don't understand that it's altering our mood. While there are benefits to matching music to our mood, it can potentially keep us stuck in a depressive, angry, or anxious state. Now, that is strictly coming from the National Alliance on Mental Illness website. That's strictly talking about mood and how you feel. And for me, understanding as somebody who has been studying psychology psychology for years um, and who 
has studied specifically and specialized in the study of human behavior, you also have to know when music uh, matches or alters your mood and potentially keeps you in a depressive, angry or anxious state. It also can direct, have power over or control your actions as well right? Your actions. And so if we go to the University of Arizona, it says one of the first things that happens when music enters our brains is the triggering of pleasure centers that release dopamine, a neurotransmitter that makes you feel happy. This response is so quick. The brain can even anticipate the most pleasurable peaks in familiar music and prime itself with an early dopamine rush. So let's think about it. Lucifer was in charge of the music ministry in heaven. Of course, he took his skills and his talents from heaven and brought them down here. Wouldn't this be the because for I just want for you guys who may just be like naysayers and not really believers just yet. Wouldn't this be perfect for him? Right. To use his skills and talents with music and how he knows we have pleasure centers in our brain, how he knows that we have all these different neurotransmitters and all of these different things in our brain that when music plays, we will change our mood. We will sing the song. We will put that into the atmosphere. We will allow that thing. Now, remember how powerful our mouth is. Remember how powerful our tongue is, right? We will allow that thing to come to fruition in our life because now we rapping it. We're singing it. We are becoming a part of that. We are letting that thing, um, Sorry, we are allowing ourselves to become aligned with whatever it is that those words are saying that we are singing. Wouldn't it make sense for the enemy to be like, absolutely, your enemy to be like, absolutely, I am going to go ahead and keep these skills and talents. God, thank you. These were some good skills and some good talents because this is how I can control people. This is how I can mind control. This is how I can put people in a trance so that they won't even realize that they're completely blaspheming you, (laughs) completely blaspheming you because someone has amazing vocals. Somebody, you know, we have, we literally grew up with Beyonce. Like we literally grew up with Beyonce and I had to do a little bit of digging because we, most of us grew up with her. Like not only were we listening to her into our years where we could choose what we liked and what we didn't like, but our parents were probably listening to her depending on your age. And so when I look back some at some of her previous work, it is genuine. It is nowhere near mocking God. It is just, it's art. It's beautiful. And as the years go along, so Lemonade came out when I was in college. So I'm in my, you know, adult years, if you will, my young adult years. Lemonade, Hold Up specifically. And that used to be my song, okay? I ain't gonna lie. That used to be my song. Hold Up is completely, 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 completely her letting us know her stance in life in this world and who she is now. And it's kind of, it's very sad. It's not even kind of sad. It's very sad. And she also talks about why she made that choice to go against God and all of these things. And it's just something that as kingdom influencers, kingdom entrepreneurs, 
kingdom pioneers, kingdom servant leaders, we need to be cognizant of these things and we cannot just turn a blind ear or a blind eye because we like an artist, because we like a person. And I just, I don't want you guys to think that I'm just talking about Beyonce because it's not just Beyonce. And like I started this episode, I said, this goes for all things media, all things media. People love to mock God. The enemy loves to mock God. They love to mock what is true, right? And if you don't necessarily see this, before we go over these lyrics, I just want you to ask yourself this question. Do you ever see anybody mocking other religions, other belief systems other than Christianity? She could have named it synagogue girl. She could have named it, you know, what do the hijabi girl, she could have named it anything y'all, <laughs> but she said church girl, because she knows that's probably what most of her listeners relate to number one, as well as the church is not just that physical building. And you guys know that I've talked about church hurt and things like that. Yes, I understand it because I've also experienced church hurt, but the church is not just the physical buildings, the four walls, the church is you. So this was a direct missile, a direct gun pointed and shot at every single church girl, at every single person who a woman who embodies the spirit of the Lord on the inside of her. Because remember, the church is not the four walls. The church is us as a people. That's why I need y'all to really wake up, open up your eyes to the tricks and the schemes of the enemy. You think it's fun and cute, but to be twerking to something that's called church girl and the way it starts off seems like it's going to be wholesome and good but in reality it's very 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 dangerous not only to herself Beyonce and whoever else decided to go along with this but also you as a listener and you as a singer of it you as somebody who is like oh you bopping along you dancing to the lyrics you're doing all of these different things it is a complete mockery of God period now, I want to give y'all other examples because I know y'all probably want to tussle with me because y'all love Beyonce so much. But another example that's not related to music is this girl, Addison Ray. Now, I had never heard of her before. However, found out about her on TikTok. Apparently, she is a Christian influencer, supposedly. However, she signed a deal with a brand to promote a bikini, which on her breast, it says father and son. And on the bikini part, which her private areas, it says Holy Spirit. I mean, come on now. Come on, y'all. The enemy is blatantly disrespecting your God and y'all do not care. Another example, and I'm sure some people probably still listen to this man's music. Lil Nas X riding down the strip of pole to hell. Like it's a joke twerking on the devil. Like it is a joke. This is like you can be, you can, you can live in sin, right? Because we all are sinners, right? We are not condemning or any, uh, this is not what I'm doing. I'm not judging anybody. But when you start to mock my belief system, when you start to mock my God, yes, I have a problem with it. And yes, I have problem with people who say that they love God. They read their Bible. They love Jesus, but they're okay with these things that these influencers. So these artists, these people who have massive, massive, massive influence, they're okay with these people mocking 
their God. Is he really your God? Is he really your God? And God has. So if you've been with me for a while, you know that inside of Sisters in Pursuit, I have an entire year in the Bible reading plan. So we can read through the Bible for the entire year. Your girl fell off. I'm not even going to lie, y'all. Your girl fell off, but I'm doing the best that I can to stay on track. And as the year goes on, God gives me books and scriptures to read specifically and to dive into, especially when I'm creating devotionals and things like that for the inner circle and for sisters in pursuit. But when I first started, I was doing real good, y'all. I was doing real good on our reading plan and going through the Old Testament is just like these people just... I don't understand what they don't understand. The the God, God then took y'all out of Egypt, told you that your descendants will be as numerous as the stars, told you you will have all this wealth and riches and you've seen it with your leaders. And yet you still chose to be like the other kingdoms, the other worlds around you. I don't understand it. Yes, I get fear of missing out FOMO. Yes, I get, you know, what's popular and you want to be in the in crowd, but like, do you want to be more in the in crowd or do you want to collect the blessings that your God has for you? Your creator has for you. Like, I just, child, you read the Bible yourself. You will understand what I'm saying. If you've never actually gone through the old Testament, when the Israelites just disobeyed for like the millionth time, it's just continuous. It is continuous. It is continuous. And so um, one more example that I had wrote down about <clears throat> examples where society and culture mock God is the show called Lucifer. I'm sure you've heard of it. You probably never watched it and maybe you have watched it. And if you have and you thought it was funny or whatever the case may be, you need to repent. Okay. But the show called Lucifer in which they want people, society, culture, the spirit of the Antichrist, the spirit of the devil roaming freely through this earth wants us to believe that it's not that bad to go to hell. It's not that bad to be a part of the enemy's camp, to just go with his will and do what thy wilt. Um, if you've ever heard of that before, that's what the enemy wants you to do and believe. And one more thing, I have to share this with you guys so you can understand that I'm not just making this up and I'm not taking it overboard. And yes, it is that serious because I'm sure some of you may be like, oh, it's not that serious. But yes, it most definitely is that serious. Someone tweeted someone with 130,000 followers on uh, Twitter tweeted, everybody that skips church girl is going to hell. Okay, we haven't gone through the lyrics just yet, but he tweeted everybody that skips. So which means you listen to the rest of the album and you skip over church girl because you had some type of conviction or you felt some type of way. Everybody that skips church girl is going to hell. This is a major, 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 a prime example of how what once was bad is now good. And what once was good is now considered bad. So you telling me with 130,000 followers on Twitter that if I skip church girl, I'm going to hell. But in actuality, the truth is if you listen to church girl, if you twerk to church girl, if you speak the lyrics of church girl out of your mouth, you have a high possibility of going to hell. But the good thing is, is that we have a God who loves us. We have a God who wants us to be redeemed and he wants us to go to heaven. He does not want us to burn and be tormented 
tormented for all of eternity. That's what y'all got to understand. Hell is not this fun place where you're going to be twerking on the devil. Hell is this place where you are going to be tormented. Demons and devils are going to literally torment you from sunup to sundown. And it ain't no sunup or sundown. There is it's hard to like if you actually look at real testimonials where people went to hell not just going off what the Bible says about it, but people who actually went to hell and they may have experienced, not may have, but they experienced it. And then they came back and they changed their life. They will let you know you can barely even breathe when you're in hell. You can like you're literally like the, the temperature of the heat is so high. It's so high. It's just something that I don't know why we think that this is just okay in this society. Like literally when the Bible says that, when people say that, when the Bible says, sorry, that good will be considered evil and evil will be considered good. This is a prime example. This man let come off his fingers, come off his fingers. Okay. Everybody that skips the song is going to hell. No, sir. You are might be going to hell because you sitting up here listening to the song and twerking to it. Okay. You sound real crazy to me. You sound real crazy to me. I mean, the tweets just continue on people co-signing what this man tweeted. Okay. Like it's very weird to me. And it's very weird to me that we think as a society, as a culture, we think that everything is a joke. Everything can be played with. And that's just not the case. And that is exactly what the enemy wants. He wants us to believe that hell is a joke. He wants us to believe that God is a joke. He wants us to believe these things. And it's, it's really, really sad. I mean, you have somebody that says, I will shake my back to that song to the end of time. It's never getting skipped. If you don't automatically start shaking when the song comes on, you're a heathen. Like, what? What in the world? Um, Exactly. Because how are you going to skip the new religious anthem? Keyword religious, but child, what? Um, I mean, oh my goodness. This It just keeps going on. It just keeps going on. All right. So. Let's get into these lyrics and I'm going to break it down line by line, verse by verse, because if you just need more proof, I'm here to give you the proof. Okay, so we're going to start at the beginning. Oh, oh, I want to be centered. Oh, oh, I want to be centered. I want to be centered in thy will. First things first, in thy will, direct words from the Bible. So let's just disregard the title of the song is Church Girl. That's a very specific demographic. That's a very specific girl. That's a very specific woman. Think about the fact that I'm I'm in my adulthood. I'm in young adulthood. But think about the young girls who stand Beyonce, who love Beyonce, a part of the beehive, whatever the case may be. And they see the song Church Girl and they're like, oh, it's just fun. It's not that serious. That's the point I'm trying to prove to y'all. My goodness. It's not just us as adults, as millennials. I'm a millennial. It's the younger generation too that she intentionally, Beyonce intentionally has targeted a very specific demographic of people because she wants to pull you as far away from God as possible. So, okay. Oh, oh, I want to be centered. 
We always talking about being centered, being in alignment with God to be centered means to be aligned. So being in alignment with God. Oh, oh, I want to be centered. Oh, oh, I want to be centered. I want to be centered in thy will. I don't know who will she's talking about. She's probably talking about the will of her God, not the will of the uppercase G God. First things first. Now on to the next thing. I've been up. I've been down. I feel like I move mountains. Got friends that cried fountains. Oh, I'm warning everybody. As soon as I get in this party, I'm going to let go of this body. I'm going to love on me. Nobody can judge me but me. I was born free. Now, this is where it just starts to go downhill. (laughs) I'm warning you. As soon as I get in this party, I'm going to let go of my body. Okay, dancing, cool, whatever, like... Okay, that's not that serious. But she said, I'm a love on me. Cool. Nobody can judge me. I was born free. We all, none of us were born free. We were born into sin. (laughs) Period. And nobody can judge you, but I'm me. Now, if you start to believe this, if you are 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, and you are singing this out of your mouth. Nobody can judge me but me. Nobody can judge me but me. I don't even know the the rhythm, none of, none of that to the song, you guys, because I haven't listened to it. But if you start singing, nobody can judge me but me. And you go back to that Tea with Tori episode where we understand that when things come out of your mouth, they become facts. You start to live and embody that. Nobody can judge me but me. And the thing is, no, I'm not here to judge you. No whoever's at your school, your friends, whatever, they should not be judging you. Um, you're, you're, you know what I'm saying? I get, I understand that. But when you say nobody can judge you, then you start to believe that God cannot even judge you because you are just that you just all of that in a bag of chips. God cannot even judge you. Now you may say, okay, Victoria, you reaching a little bit. She just talking about here in this society. She's not talking about God. Okay, whatever. Let's go into the next part. Now, mind you, the title of the song is church girl and she says at the very beginning I want to be centered I want to be centered I want to be centered in thy will okay after we after she warns us she's going to let go of her body and that nobody can judge her she goes into I'll drop it like a thotty drop it like a thotty I said now pop it like a thotty pop it like a thotty why would church girls be doing anything like a thotty don't get me wrong You guys know who I am, what I look like. I love to dance as well. Twerking, cool, whatever. But for a song that's titled Church Girl, I'm I'm just a little bit confused. I'm a little bit confused here, okay? Now drop it like a thotty, drop it like a thotty. Church girls acting loose, bad girls acting snotty. You bad. Now she, again, has twisted it around. Church girls acting loose, bad girls acting snotty. Now, again, I'm not judging nobody. I'm just going off of a simple understanding of these words, you guys. For the most part, church girls don't act, quote unquote, loose. From what I've heard and from what I've even been possibly called, because people think birds of a feather flock together, whatever the case may be. You may have even been called a bad girl or whatever the case may be, or a thigh. Who, who knows? Okay. <laughs> She's saying the church girls are acting loose. If you're reading this or listening to this and you're letting this come out of your mouth, you're saying church girl acting loose. I'm a church girl and I'm acting loose now. Loose from my definition ain't never been a good thing. Never. 
I don't know who raised y'all or where y'all got this coming from, but that's never been a good thing. Now, again, you can say, Victoria, you're reaching. She's just talking about dancing. She's letting loose. She's just dancing. Okay, let's keep going. Let it go, girl. Let it go. Let it out, girl. Let it out. Twerk that like you came up out the south, girl. I said, now drop it like a thotty. Drop it like a thotty. Bad girl acting naughty. Church girl, don't hurt nobody. Okay. Y'all can say I'm reaching. And I'm going to keep going with this because I feel like it's very important for us to understand that that what you think that I may be reaching, look into that because it's, it's truth in what I'm saying. Okay. So it says, you can be my daddy if you want to. You can be my daddy if you want to. You can get it tatted if you want to. You can get it tatted if you want to. Now, I do have a tattoo, you guys. If you did not know that, I do have a tattoo, but completely contradicting the word of God. And that's why I'm just going back to the title of the song is Church Girl. She could have used any other word. She could have said, good girl. She could have titled the song Good Girl, but I want y'all to understand that this is a direct shot against your God to mock your God and against you as somebody who claims to love God and go to church and read your Bible and believe in your Bible. You can get tatted if you want to. You can get tatted if you want to. She's telling people go against the word of God. The word literally says, do not defile your body. Um, I'm, I don't have the scripture for you, but it literally says that I defied my mom because I was like, I'm getting a tattoo. I don't care. Boom. Did it. And then, you know what I'm saying? God was like, now this is, it's in my word says you're not supposed to do that. And I was like, okay, I won't do it again. I'm not coming against you. If you have multiple tattoos, that's not the point here. The point is the title of the song and what it completely goes against and what she is directly saying to you and how most of you are probably like, oh, she didn't mean it like that. You're reaching. She could have named this song anything. She could have named it good girl. She could, like I said, she could have named it hijabi girl. She could have named it synagogue girl. She could have named it child, anything she wanted to, but she specifically named it church girl. She said, you can get tatted if you want to. You can get tatted if you want to. You can be my daddy if you want to. You can be my daddy if you want to. Like clearly referencing some type of sexual nature. Like, come on, y'all. I need y'all to open your eyes and your ears. I need you to wake up. Clearly referencing, referencing some type of sexual thing. And so then it goes on to say, put your lighters in the sky. Get this MF a litty. She gonna shake that butt and them pretty tig old bitties if y'all look at the thing instead of saying big old t-i-t-t-i-e-s she says tig old bitties she knew she knows exactly what she is doing and she's she understands that you're going to say well she didn't exactly say that so it's okay for me to listen to it and speak it out of my mouth and have this as my anthem and do all of these i mean come on y'all Okay, it says, so get your racks up, get your math up. I'm going to get, I'm going to back it up, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to bust it, I'm going to bust it, I'm going to bust it. Anytime I heard bust it, it has something to do with a sexual nature. Nature, Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> it has something to do with a sexual nature. And then it says, I'm finally on the other side. I finally found the urge to smile. Swimming through the oceans of tears, we cried. You know you got church in the morning. But you're doing God's work. 
you're going in. She ain't trying to hurt nobody. She is just trying to do the best she can. Happy on her own with her friends without a man. Totally get what she's trying to say here. But I need y'all to see the subliminal messaging. Totally get what she's saying. You should be happy without a man. You should be happy on your own. Yeah, you got church in the morning, but she's letting you know you can be in the club Saturday night doing any and everything. It does not matter. You can do any and everything and still go to church in the morning and do the same thing every single week. That is where the problem comes in. That is where the problem comes in. You cannot find God. You cannot be intertwined with God and not experience transformation and not experience renewal and not experience some type of change. Like it's just not possible. And if you think that that's not possible, then you did not actually experience God. You have not actually met him. And that is what I want you guys to really understand. Now, the lyrics continue to go on, you know, where she's just like, you know, she's warning everybody she's going to let loose, you know, drop it like a thotty. She wants you to be her daddy. Um, it just keeps going on. And so the last verse that I want to speak on is must be the cash because it ain't your face. It must be the cash because it ain't your face. Now do it, baby. Stick it, baby. Do it, baby. Stick it, baby. You know, um, yeah, <laughs> that must be in reference to city girls but it says now spend that cash a little harder and she might let you dive in the water going back to the topic and the title of the song is church girl I just I'm rolling my eyes because it's just like she could have named it anything else and that's what I need y'all to understand that no I'm not reaching I'm not reaching she knew we would also be talking about this right she, she knew she was going to make something for people to talk about, but she also knew that y'all was going to be so blinded into the fact that you love her so much and you grew up with her and you love her voice and her music or whatever the case may be. You love her choreography and all of these great things. And she's just this, this great artist. Absolutely. She is, but she's a devil worshiper and she mocks the God that you serve. Period. Period. How you going to say church girl must be the cash because it ain't your face. So really all I care about is money. We've talked about it on this show. Money is not the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. And if you're saying it must be the cash because it ain't your face and I'm going to sleep with you anyway just because you got money. What? And I say that because it says now do it, baby. Stick it, baby. Do it, baby. Stick it, baby. What? Do it, baby. Stick it, baby. What's being stuck? Come on now. Y'all have to open up your eyes. You have to allow your brain to do the work. And I'm not, I'm saying y'all just in general for anybody who may just be like, everybody is reaching for this, um, about the song. Like it's not that bad. It's not that serious. It is most definitely that serious. It is most definitely that serious. And she ends that verse with now spend that cash a little harder. So if the more money you spend, I might actually let you have sex with me I might actually let you dive in the water like that's what she's saying here you guys that's what's being said here and if you go back and listen to tea with Tori the episode I just did last Thursday you will understand that when we allow things to come out of our mouth when we allow things to go into our ear gates and our eye gates it becomes our thoughts and then it then alters our mood just like it said 
statistical evidence I gave for you guys, it alters our mood. And then not only will it alter your mood, but it also will alter your actions. You will start to believe that these things are okay. But for those of us who have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, we can see through the lies. We can see through the tricks and the schemes of the enemy. We can see through all of this. And that is why this podcast episode, it had to happen. It had to happen because God knows that there's some of you who are so blinded to this woman, um, so blinded to the things that this woman has done and the good things, right? The good things that she has done, not only for our society, but just as a black woman in general, yeah, we want to celebrate you. But when you're mocking God, that's when I have to say it's going to be kingdom over culture for me. No, I don't rock with you. And the thing is, if I can go back to the Lemonade album, Hold up, like I said, y'all used to be my song. She's literally okay. So, if you did not know this, she literally says in the poem, I don't know if it's actually on the audio of it, like when you have it on Apple Music or CD or whatever. But the poem at the beginning of the actual video, which is still on YouTube, the poem at the beginning, she lets us know that she plugs her menses with pages from the holy book. If you have no idea what that means, she plugs herself when she has her period with pages from the holy book. Like you cannot make this up in Kevin Samuel's voice. You cannot make this up. She plugs her period. So her vagina, her, you know what I'm saying, with pages from the holy book. Now, at the time when I found this out, it kind of, it deterred me a little bit, but I'm like, dang, if a bop come on, I'm, I'm, I'm a bop to it because <laughs> I like the song or whatever. But as time has continued to go on, I've just been like, no, I can't rock with that. Like my spirit, it don't sit well with me. And I know that you're mocking my God. Like, come on now. You plug your menses with pages from the holy book. And she actually has a, a visual of a Bible because she could, like I said, how she could have named it Hijabi Girl or she could have named it Synagogue Girl or she could have named it anything. She most definitely, you could be counteracting with me saying she could have um, the Quran there or she could have the Torah there, which is the Hebrew Bible or whatever the case may be. And they don't really call it Bible. They call it, I don't know what they call it, but y'all get what I'm saying. But the the fact of the matter is, no, she has Holy Bible Holy Bible. It's there. Like if you, your eyes, you, you can't not see it. She has it there in the video. So you know exactly what she's talking about. You know exactly what she is saying. You cannot make this up. I am not making it up. <laughs> as much as some of you may not want to hear it, it is the truth. And so I really do pray that you take this to God, especially if you somebody that's like, oh my gosh, I love Beyonce or oh my gosh, I love any of these other artists because you should not love any of these people more than you love God. Number one, you should not be putting these people on pedestals because most of them have sold their souls to the devil. I know that's a whole different topic, but for somebody to let these words come out of their mouth, first of all, that they plug their menses with pages from the holy book and that they had the audacity, the balls to name a song church girl and have these lyrics the way that they have these lyrics. You got to understand and know who you are listening to. And there are other artists out there like that. If you listen to um, Lil Uzi or Lil Uzi Vert, if you or your nieces nephews your your son your daughter listen to him he literally let it come out of his mouth 
at, at one of his concerts and I'm sure it's happened on other occasions as well but he let it come out of his mouth that everybody at the concert was going to hell with him everybody who listens to his music is going to hell with them y'all gotta understand that this day and age that we are in the fact that we are kingdom influencers the fact that we are pioneers and generational curse breakers you have to be cognizant you have to understand what this world is pushing out to its people to the people to the masses and are you going to be its people so the world's people or are you going to be God's people are you going to be God's son or daughter this is a serious serious question y'all and I don't like to get too wrapped up into these type of things but God is pushing me in this direction where successful servant leader will speak on culture and society because if I don't speak on it then I'm being a liar if I don't speak on it I'm being a a heresy or Pharisee sorry (laughs) I am not doing what God wants me to do because I'm allowing you guys I'm, I'm telling you all these things on the podcast and in the blog and inside of Sisters in Pursuit but also I'm not pointing out actual facts in which these people that you listen to these things that you watch on tv these things that you allow to come out of your own mouth is a direct mockery of god the one true god the truth and it's just not acceptable and it's just not okay and so this episode is definitely longer than usual but i pray that it was a blessing to you please share this with somebody who needs to hear it please like this podcast or subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already and leave a review leave a review it helps us to get in front of more individuals so that we can win more souls for the kingdom and actually help people cultivate their call to lead create teach serve and impact as kingdom influences kingdom pioneers kingdom servant leaders generational curse breakers and generational wealth builders and i'll see you back here Oh, before I go, I did create a blog post with some Christian artists for you guys. Yes. So there are Christian artists out there. Yes. Some of it I had to kind of get used to because I'm like, okay, let me change up what I know and go for what I know that is at least going to glorify God with the R&B type of vibe. Even there's some Afro beats. Like I found some really great music, you guys. Um, And you got the worship music too. So you kind of got a good variety. I created a blog post. It's at the link in the show notes in all caps so that you can have access to it um, because I'm not going to come on here and tell you to stop listening to all these people and not give y'all a resource to counteract that and to add to your playlist. Okay. Again, it may take you a minute to kind of get used to it. And even rap song, y'all got some rap songs that's like they rapping for Jesus. And it's like, okay, yes, I need like what I want to feel in that mood where I want to be hype. Absolutely. You do not have to listen to music that is just degrading you. Number one, degrading uh, God and just mocking him or that's going to inadvertently or unintentionally make you speak death out of your mouth, make you speak contrary to the word of God out of your mouth. And so that is available, available to you at the link in the show notes. I love you guys so much. And I will see you guys next week for another episode of the Successful Servant Leader Podcast.